0: always the first one's the weirdest
1: yep always we're get real quick but for now i'm like i'm sitting on the wrong side
0: <laughs> i feel like i'm in europe and i'm driving the car wrong <laughs> what's going on there reject nation so we're going to be doing something different we're introducing a new segment to the channel called coy's comic corner graphics to come later <laughs> <laughs> implied, visuals. <laughs> implied visuals cartoon koi there so yeah we've been trying to find a segment for koi to do here uh on the channel that's specifically suited for him but yeah there's gonna be times where neither myself nor john are in the video because you'll see how we might be rendered pointless after a while <laughs> i'm gonna hand this off to koi today i thought it would be fun for you to kick off your first segment with how the fantastic four will be introduced into the mcu take it away. Way, Koi Jandro so I'm thinking we're gonna talk about the
1: last time we saw the Fantastic Four how I would introduce them into this universe who I might cast some suggested reading and even some plot details of where I think the MCU could bring the Fantastic Four Marvel's first family feels like a good place to start with a first episode of this show it feels very good because this is something we've been striving for since the MCU began and arguably it's one of the first mainstream teams that the people were aware of this came out not long after X-Men it was not
0: long after spider-man but it's a s- Coy for your first segment please yes. don't smack the microphone i feel like
1: it's needed i feel <laughs> so like i gotta show it boss. i'm laying the
0: precedent please, i'm an alpha ch- male give you something I real in, it's like
1: prison you gotta beat up the biggest guy in the room so i feel like with the precedent set by obviously multiverse of madness we will be seeing them sooner than later i also feel like it's not a coincidence that they moved quantum mania up because i do feel like we're getting not only kang thing look who did it, I'm so sorry. look who did it <laughs> <to interrupt> look, <laughs> I love that I saw it (laughs) peripherally and I just felt the connection. But I I feel like after uh, Quantumania, we're going to be in a very different world of the MCU. I saw the video you made about how it's insane that people think that this is directionless. It's not. Phase four is not directionless. What's going to happen is much like Civil War. I think after Quantumania, there's going to be a big pivot into where phase four is going. I think it's very intentionally open-ended right now, just like phase one started. We're only five movies into phase four. I think the big turn is going to to be in Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania. I think that's going to yield a Fantastic Four, if not all of them, some of them. And I think we are gonna get at least nods to Dr. Doom and Black Panther. So I'd say by the end of the year, more Fantastic Four, by the end of next year, all but established, just in time for 2024's Fantastic Four. But how are they being introduced? I feel like the way to do it is in Ant-Man and the Wasp, you've got the Quantum Realm, which is very well established. And if you've seen a lot of those theories, there's a small city a la Superman's small city in a bottle. You've got this tiny little city I feel like the best way to show the Fantastic Four's intelligence is to have them preserved in time I would have them trapped in time a la Janet Van Dyne and have their technology still advanced from today's technology Imagine a man so intelligent that what he was inventing in the 60s is available now That's how you don't have yet another kind of aloof an overly intelligent character If you've got Doctor Strange and Iron Man feeling like each other the last thing you want is another guy That's like I'm a bit hard to deal with and very smart you do that by having a fish out of water story. You have the Marvel's first family be something from the sixties. You have it feel like this weird throwback to a bygone era. And that also differentiates it from a lot of other Marvel team books because you've got the Avengers already well-established. You've got young Avengers to come. You've got the X-Men to come. How do you make Marvel's first family feel different? You set them as a fish out of water story and you make the family dynamic what brings them closer together. They're the only people from this time. They're stuck together. And that's also a big part of the comic books is Johnny can turn his flames on and off but the thing is stuck as the thing. One of them is a movie star, effectively, one of them is a monster, but they're all bonded together by this family element that they're adventurers. Add to that the 60s element, add to that being trapped together, I think it adds another dynamic to an already incredible story. And in addition to all the 60s stuff of having them be fish out of water, there was that really subtle drop that really got overshadowed by everyone cheering in the movie where Doctor Strange actually says, didn't you chart in the 60s? Which is either a boy band joke or actually is acknowledging that Reed Richards was from the. 60s so we might already have them be canon in our universe by dr strange at least knowing and acknowledging who he is they could play that either way which is fun about easter eggs is they could never acknowledge that again it could be a joke or it could be the 60s concept of having krasinski's reed richards already established which would make that krasinski canon because dr strange wouldn't be like hey there's this guy that vaguely looks like a stretchy dude i bet that's reed like you have to be john krasinski for that joke to work and there's a lot of rumors that john may or may not come back so
0: that would kind of make it Firm. The plot of your Fantastic Four movie or the idea initially upon introduction is that they've been trapped in the quantum realm. So mm-hmm. are you suggesting that their first movie would be about them in the 60s prior to them getting trapped, similar to the way how Captain America First Avenger was about him in the 40s and then it ended with him getting trapped in the ice?
1: Yeah, in the same vein, we've had 40s and 90s with Captain Marvel. I'd have 60s with Fantastic Four. I would throw back modern day and past tense. I would use Annihilus personally. We haven't seen Annihilus on screen. What uh, is Annihilus? A Annihilus is a devourer of basically content, but Annihilus consumes all, not quite to the level of Galactus where it gives energy, but Annihilus is a negative zone villain that is all-consuming, all-corrupting, and it looks like a giant insect. Imagine a very, very evil cricket. It looks like an evil green and purple cricket, and I think that villain, since we haven't seen it on screen before, and it's kind of, not one note, I feel like one note's not fair, but simple. It's a simple (laughs) villain, so you wouldn't have to do a lot of backstory, you could really dive into the family and then allow this villain to build up and earn Doctor Doom. I don't think Doctor Doom should be the main villain for the first film. I think it should be kind of the Emperor Palpatine. Use Annihilus to give us some story and I would sub the Negative Zone concept for the Quantum Realm and then it's kind of plug and play. You just swap out the term Negative Zone for Quantum Realm which is already established and you got yourself a movie. I think I know what Lost City you're talking about. I've heard a lot of people theorize that that's Kang's Castle. I think it can be Kang's Castle that they're trapped in. Oh! Right? So therefore you've got (laughs) Kang as something that's been corrupting them from the beginning. You've got Kang as a very Doctor Doom-esque element, and I love the idea that Kang, grandfather to Reed Richards in many continuities, would be the one keeping them trapped. So, yeah, we've already met Kang. That would endear us to them more, and if you do want to keep John Krasinski, you could have Kang be the father of Sue Storm instead of Reed Richards. That way, you still get the family element, and that way you have one of those twists that Marvel likes to do, where it's a twist on comic book fans' expectations. It's a little nudge, but then the people in the audience, if they don't know, are like, oh my god, the dad of, like Star Wars, and the people that do know are like, wait, that's not the father, and it'd be really fun to play with. We can't reasonably have John Krasinski be the grandson of Kang as it stands now, but we could do that with Sue.
0: Okay, I know you mentioned Krasinski. What would the cast of this be?
1: So in the comics, Kang is, is often Nathaniel Richards, who is a time traveler who's related to Reed Richards. So the twist would be Sue Storm and in some relation with her father, grandfather. You could do anything with time travel. We haven't met Kang yet. We've met He Who Remains. So we've got an infinite number of possibilities, and I do honestly think Kang is going to be bigger than Thanos. I think we're going to see at least 10 Kangs throughout these movies and we're gonna get to see the incredible performances of variations of Kang. We met the one who was a bit altruistic while still a villain with that Shakespearean goodness. So what I would do is if we go with Kang being the twist related to Sue Storm, I'd love to see someone like Alexis Lauder, who is in Cop Shop, who is my dream cast for Storm. But I, I think she's very capable. She's got an intelligence to her. She's got this whip smart attitude that I think needs to keep up with Reed. The beautiful thing about Reed and Sue is that Reed is the most intelligent man on the planet and Sue keeps up and is Austin smarter because she's got street smarts that Reed doesn't have. So just because he's the smartest man on the planet doesn't mean, you know, Sue's in the kitchen. She's an incredibly smart woman who also is able to fight, who navigates family. Arguably, she's the thing that keeps them all together. And you need someone that shows profound intelligence, capability, all of those things. And I think Alexis Lauder is absolutely that. If you do the thing everyone wants, as far as the cliche, obviously Emily Blunt. Like Emily Blunt and John Krasinski, that might be the only way we get Emily Blunt in the MCU. Still the daughter King. Still the daughter of King. Still the daughter of King. How? We'll figure it out. But if John Krasinski does end up directing, then you have the quiet place situation, an entire family dynamic already built in. And they seem obviously like a couple, but they're also very paternal and maternal. So that would yeah. add a lot of good elements to eventually having Franklin Richards, eventually growing out the family. And I could easily see Emily Blunt having to deal with a Zac Efron or Dakota Montgomery uh, Human Torch. There's also, uh, what's a homeboy from, um, blonde dude, really pretty, always pops up. He was in Game Night night. Um, He's got like piercing blue eyes. He's kind of snarky, but he plays a villain sometimes. His IMDB isn't that here, but his <laughs> name is not. That guy, I would also, it's you know, just a graphic. Just somebody put up a graphic so I can be shaped yeah. into this later. He'd be a great Human Torch as well. But you need Human Torch to be someone who, he's a hothead, but he has to grow. You need his arc to develop. What what you love about Human Torch is that he's your eye line in the Fantastic Four because everyone wants to be cool, but he actually matures as a person throughout the journey. He's mm-hmm. kind of like the anti-Peter Parker. Peter Parker puts on his mask and gets confidence. Human Torch deflames and learns to grow so his confidence is real instead of fake. Like his confidence is, is hot air and therefore he has to grow as a person to be confident for real. So I'd love to see someone with some depth that seems like they're just on the surface, which is why Dr. Montgomery is so great because that dude played such a good villain. He was so interesting. <laughs> you got his Yeah, Dr. Montgomery. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> for, it's just had Stranger good. Things. For, yeah, but I was talking about, th- uh, I gave three. There's one more guy that I can't okay. think of. Yeah. Yeah. I'll make myself useful. What's <laughs> his name? <laughs> Who am I looking up? Pretty blonde is. guy
0: you keep talking he's so good okay so
1: finally I would say the great Joel Edgerton as the thing I think Joel Edgerton he's got a soft compassion about him but also when he's angry you feel through that I think his eyes are really gentle which really need to be for the thing yeah Billy Magnuson how good of a human torch would he
0: be (laughs) Uh, he'd be great if I remembered anything he did but yeah he'd be perfect Billy (laughs) Magnuson stars of such things Greg's seen as IMDB and
1: and other movies and then Joel Edgerton as thing he's got the build for it he's got that New York ad attitude when he wants to the soft gentle eyes juxtaposing the orange rock facade very important you also want to feel compassion for him when he's like Reed you did this to me I'm stuck like this and I think Joel Edgerton has so much heart on his sleeve that you'll feel that heart through the rocky exterior and we obviously need to talk about Dr. Doom but as I think he's going to be introduced in Black Panther I want to wrap around the idea of more of a political figure ambassador how they're gonna lay that out so that's gonna be a whole separate video because I do have some ideas of how Dr. Doom specifically ties into Black Panther and some casting ideas way to tease He's
0: a follow-up video. Up. It's a pilot. Way you to need go. to make you sure the network wants another one. Got <laughs> in on a cliffhanger with a pilot. I watch TV. Recommend some reading material. I got.
1: In modern continuity, one of my favorite runs of all time is Mark Wade and Mike Ringo This is a run that lasts years It is dozens and dozens of issues and Mike Ringo to me is one of the best artists that's ever worked on Fantastic Four because his energy in his frames are so kinetic. They're so high energy. It's almost uh, Surrealistic to the level of cartoony. It's almost like a Saturday morning cartoon But it's more photorealistic than Saturday morning cartoons that actually ties really well into that 60s concept I'd also say the current run by Dan slot what he's doing with fantastic Fantastic four is some of his best work. It gives you a lot more Franklin Richards It gives you a lot more of the family dynamic It plays around with human torch as someone that's trapped as the torch You can't deflame right now and there's some really interesting dr. Doom stuff And of course I would recommend going back to the very beginning I think going back to the source material uh, Mole man introduction all the way back to the jump fantastic four came out in the early 60s This predates most comic books if you look at modern comic books They owe a lot to the fantastic four So I would say going back to Stan Lee's original fantastic four number one, which you can read digitally They've remastered it a number of times. Picking up one of those big essential novels is absolutely a good time. And if you don't find that as approachable, the ultimate stuff I think is where we're eventually going. Ultimate Fantastic Four, original Stan Lee Fantastic Four. Most recommended is Mark Wade and Mike Ringo, as well as the current Dan slot run is what I would recommend. There's a lot of other stuff, but again, we'll talk about that more when it pertains specifically to other videos and ideas. Wow.
0: Comics. So the next video, I'm I'm just going to be off to the side. <laughs>
1: Hey, you told me who Billy
0: Magnuson was. Ask, ask to talk about this, Coy. What about comics? I was gonna. It's time. Who would play John Malkovich? Or I'm just gonna create a split screen and loop me nodding. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gonna Stop some.
1: hitting the mic. <laughs> just Stop. like you have little signs you hold up, little flags.
0: All right, guys. Well, here's what we can do. Why don't you go ahead and suggest some topics that maybe Koi can cover as we're finessing this? Eventually, it'll just be him on camera. Holding the fort down. We'll see how the moment John goes. Maybe we'll see. Be, maybe, we'll see. Maybe, yeah. like, maybe not. Maybe yeah. not. Like, this yeah. one went one way. This is we'll actually see how it's this actually goes. better. With both people. Maybe maybe people need coins <laughs> to <laughs> have around. <laughs> Keeping a, <laughs> keep a, a person not acknowledging <laughs> the microphone. <laughs> we'll see you guys. Subscribe. Let's catch you soon. It's good to be here.